Hey, what's up, guys? It's Cato, and welcome back to another episode of First to Business Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about why is music so addictive, and I'll tell my story of hip-hop when we return. Hey, what's good, guys? It's Cato, and we're back with First to Business Podcast. Tonight, you know, it's of course, it's Cato, your host, and we got Italy. He's back in the background. Say what up, Italy. No, what's good? We got my homeboy, Slick, who's sort of like my son, because I helped raise this nigga right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Slick is in the building tonight. We what's have his on? wife, Lasagna. She's in the background. She's chilling. She's a little shy. She don't want to come in front of the camera and say anything. So what up, Lasagna? We hear you. <laughs> And, of course, we got Grayson from Grayson's Family Fun in the background. Say what's up, little man. One day we're going to have Grayson on here, and he's going to impress everybody with the things that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> that boy is a genius. And one day he's going to be on the show live with us, and we're going to get it popping. But I'm glad to have you here tonight. Hey, man, I'm glad to be here. It's been a minute. Exactly, yo. Uh, it, it's been a while since me and you actually seen each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we we talk every day. Every day. We talk every day on the phone, people. And we always, we don't even text each other. We just nah, talk. We, talk. <laughs> text, we, do the, we do the real communication, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like with Italy, me and Italy don't see each other until we get together to record. Just to do the podcast. Just to do the podcast, you know what I'm saying? He's working, I'm working, everybody's working. And uh, we do text each other every now and then. But we, we get together on the weekends, we do the podcast. And today's a Sunday. So we're running behind schedule because Italy was being lazy on Friday. Yeah, and I'm going to blame it all on Italy. You know what I'm saying? It's a good but, time. And I, just, yeah, because you came into town. It's perfect time. Yeah. yeah, you came into town. That's what's up right now. What they say on Sunday? Hey, God don't do no wrong. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what's up right there, man. For real. But yeah, uh, you know, so basically tonight I wanted to talk about, like, why is music so addictive? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do people fall in love with music and and base their whole life around music? Now, it's not everybody. I'm not going to say it's everybody. It's just a certain few people that have that artist energy inside of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like me, myself, personally. But it's some people that want to become artists to whatever genre it is. It could be hip-hop. It could be pop. It can be metal, rock, whatever. But they have that goal, that dream, to step into that music industry. And that right there is crazy. Like, Italy, I know you did music back in the days. Yeah, I used to rap. Before I did all this stuff, I used to I rap. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, it makes you feel different. You know what I'm saying? Like, you wake up wanting to do things. Especially when you have a passion for it. Right. You exactly. Know? And that, and it's crazy how I stumbled upon it. Like, I just did it, like, out of some corny shit. Like, the girl I was dating. Break it down. I, explain I, it to us. I, I wrote her a song and shit, right? Oh, and shit. You wrote something. And then after I wrote it and I listened to it, I laid it down and everything. I was like, yo, yo, shit I, think, I was like, yo, I think I can rhyme. You know, I think I can spit. And then that's how I started. Yeah. You know, but then I didn't have the, the work ethics of a, like a rapper. So I started slowly transitioning into like engineering, like recording people and stuff like that. Okay. You know? So, so I mean, like how, how many years did you uh, pursue the rapping? For about two years, maybe. Mm. And that was on and off. But then when I came to the conclusion, when I when I came to my writer's block, you just, just stopped. It just I just I just threw the whole thing away, and I was like, you 
stick with like engineering and stuff. Man, I'm gonna tell you what, man. Music, music can be categorized as a drug because music is addictive. Music can grab you and make you do things that, I mean, it might, the outcome might be good, the outcome might be bad. You know what I'm saying? You might make it into the industry, become successful, make a lot of money. Then again, you might start out when you're 15 and end up being 50 years old, still trying to do it. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> music is so addictive and it's a drug, man. I was talking to my homeboy, Mike Stanback, and we're going to get him on the show one night, too. But I was talking to him on the phone, and we got into a big old debate because I was like, yo, music is a drug. And he said, nigga, I'm going to come with that slap. You ain't no drug. It's a drug, nigga. And if we could package it up and sell it, we'd be millionaires, for real. And we can package it up and sell it if we find the right artist and we find the market and we find that the market loves this artist and they're going to pay money to hear this artist's music or to see this artist's videos and his shows. So if we can find that dope right there, we'll make a lot of money, though. We'll make a lot of money. Because I know when I was growing up, my sister, Juanita, she was uh, she was basically like my mother because my mom worked all the time. So Juanita actually raised us, and she always dancing, always playing music. And back then, they was playing music like Houdini and... <laughs> Uh, the classic soul, friends, friends. Yeah. how many of us have them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They was playing stuff like that. And we was little young, young bucks growing up listening to this. And she was always dancing. It was always entertainment around my sister. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it came from this music stuff. She loved it. And to this day, she still dances. Like when the family gets together, a song come on, she's on the floor. She's dancing. She's in the corner dancing. She don't give a damn. Yeah. She going to dance anywhere she go. And so, you know, I heard that music growing up. I heard all of that coming up. But what really grabbed me was when I first heard Run DMC. Y'all don't know nothing about Run DMC. Y'all too young Come for that. on, man. Come on. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Look, Run DMC grabbed me, though, and I, I started loving it. And after that was a group called UTFO. Who knows about UTFO? I don't know nothing about no UTFO. See, see, UTFO came out after Run DMC. And UTFO came, that matter of fact, it's still for Untouchable Force Organization. And what's funny about that is Untouchable Force Organization, around here locally, we had a dance group called C-Force in Troy. That was my homeboy, Big Bug, uh, Tram Butler, mm -hmm. and Joe Shaw, and Sean Marshall was rapping, and and I used to love Sean Marshall shit, dog. Mm -hmm. That's what got me really, really wanting to rap, too, when I heard a local nigga like that rapping. Sean Marshall, yo. And I can't even believe he used to rap. And, oh, <laughs> Sean Marshall was a beast. But I'm going to tell you, it was a group called C-Force here in Troy. And then in uh, Mount Gilead, it was a group called Untouchables. Now, my question was, did they get that from the Untouchable Force organization, which is UTFO? They probably did, but I don't know how they did. If anybody did it, it was Kadia's Troublefield, because I know he was the one that like put everything together for the for the Sea Force. But the groups were nasty, and they would dance. All the girls loved them, and I wanted to be a part of that. So what's funny is one day they came to me, and they was like, "Kato, we want you to be a part of Sea Force," and I'm like, "Yo, that's what's up." So you know, I started fucking with them. 
they would come through. We put our dance routines together. And when I had to make my first debut, debut, I had to get with Joe. It was me and Joe. We had to do our own little thing at the show. So that night, I was nervous as hell, yo. I'm on the stage with C-Force, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I really looked up to these guys. I looked up to Pete, uh, Pete Butler, Trent Butler, Harold But I looked up to all these guys. And they're my family. But, you know, I still looked up to these guys. Me and Joe did a dance routine that night. The women went crazy. And that right there changed my life. <laughs> because what... Yo, I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody got it on video. But when we did that show that night, everybody went crazy. And I started loving the entertainment side of music. You know what I'm saying? I seen what could happen. So I started doing what I do, you know, and... uh Untouchables, and it was a group from Rockingham called First Class. The First Class, they was a beast. They was nasty, yo. Them boys put some dance moves together. You'd be like, yo, First Class. And matter of fact, I think all of them except for one got killed. Yeah, I think all of them except for one got killed. And I think he's still living to this day. But that's pretty sad because them boys were nasty too. So anyway, UTFO... And and y'all have y'all ever watched the uh, Netflix show called Roxanne and Shante or yeah. something? You seen that? I seen some of it. UTFO bought Roxanne out. She was the they made a song called Roxanne Roxanne. And then I know that song. and so yeah, the girl's name actually wasn't Roxanne, but she could rap. And I think Marley Marl or somebody mm-hmm. made herself start calling herself Roxanne. And she made a it was a, I guess it was a, a a diss track back to them. About the song Roxanne, Roxanne. And she blew up. She got famous off that. And I loved her. And right then, I'm telling you, man, UTFO had me crazy. Like, I really wanted to be a rapper back then. And my sister, Pearlie, was stationed in Germany. She would send me albums of their new releases before they even came out here in North Carolina. So I had all the new shit. Man, I was crazy. I had all the new shit, man. But... It went on, you know, and then I started, like I said, Sean Marshall was one of the the guys that I first heard rapping locally because I used to walk to middle school. And when I walk up and get close to the school, I would hear beatboxing. And that beatboxing was coming from a guy named Scope. And Scope was beatboxing. And Sean Marshall, he called himself the Prince. He was rapping. So I'm like, yo, I want to do that. I got to do this. You know what I'm saying? So I would come home and I would write my own rhymes and shit. And I would copy down the rhymes of Big Daddy Kane and everybody. And my sister Villa was like, why don't you write your own rhymes? And I said, I am. And I started writing my own rhymes. And I went to high school and there was another guy named Chris Haywood from Mount Gilead who they called Juice. And I think Juice went to New York or somewhere and came back. He just went to visit some family and came back, but he was smoking blunts. Juice was the only nigga in, 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 that I knew smoking blunts. Everybody else was rolling up papers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Juice was smoking blunts. And Juice was rocking all the parties every weekend. So we go back to school on Monday. Everybody's talking about how Juice rocked the party and shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Juice was a beast, you know what I'm saying? And um, I looked up to him. So I kept doing my thing, doing my thing. And uh, I met, well, I already knew my homeboy, Twain, Derek Simmons. We linked up, we started a group up, and I went to college. So when I went to college, I came back as a guy named Giz, hmm. who is now my brother, you know what I'm saying? Because I met her when I came back from college one weekend, 
and we linked up at the studio, which was back here in the in the back of where I lived at, and it was called Crazy A Studios. And, and Arthur Bowden, he just had the the turntables, and we'd go back and record with the mic and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we would brought that motherfucker in. That's how I met Giz. And we linked up, me, him, and Twain. We became a group. I think we were called uh, High Class Hoods or some shit. I can't remember. The only thing I remember was Buddha Angels and Drop Squad. Drop Squad. That's what we called. <laughs> we were called the Drop Squad. That's who we was, Drop Squad. Giz wanted to call us High Class Hoods. I don't know why he wanted to do that shit. But it was Drop Squad. Then we went to Buddha Angels. And, and the Buddha Angels, I got the tad on it. And... Yo, we we used to kill shit though, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we the Buddha angels. Yeah. One time, one time. And yo, we used to kill that <laughs> shit, man. And everybody, they started playing our music at the parties and shit. And that made my head even bigger and made my, my drive and goal and passion for music, for hip hop, even more stronger, you know what I'm saying? So I had to keep going with it. And we actually went and did some shit where we was going to be on a soundtrack to a movie and that shit didn't work out. So after that, I came up with Starting my own label and shit. And I told Giz, yo, you rap, I'm going to handle all the business. And we came up with a name for the uh, label. It was called Fuck the Bullshit. But we couldn't name it Fuck the Bullshit because, you know, you can't just introduce it to everybody like that. So we came up with First the Business, FTB. And we've been rolling with it. You know what I'm saying? FTB is is more than just music. You know, it's, it's music, the love for music, but it's also uh, your business. You got to handle your, your business. It's your life. It's a life statement. Handle your business first. And that means if you make a baby, motherfucker, take care of that baby. Don't let that baby run around here. Your mom got ch- the, the mother, the child got to chase you down, pay, make you pay child support. First, the business. And they can take care of your business. You, you start a business, run that motherfucker like it's supposed to be ran. And if you if you with your people, everything's life is first the business. Yo. Keep, it, keep it first the business. But, you know, we took it to a whole different level. I'm now I'm taking it to a different I mean, level because I started the podcast and shit. When it got ran across me, all I know was to stick to it. It was like first the business, like and then the street turns always made sense. Right. Because I always been in the street, so it's always fuck the bullshit. So if I can put fuck the bullshit with first the business, then, hey, yeah. I need to handle my business. Exactly. Like Shit, I go work every day. I'm handling my business. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, like, he been with me from day one too, man. Because I remember like, I, I brought him in. He was 12 years old. And man. I started taking care of this man when he was like 12 years old. I think I was a little bit younger. Yeah, he probably was. He was about 10 or 11. Somewhere in there. Yeah. And I, I was grown then though. Yeah, he was grown. <laughs> That's why I pulled his ass in like, man, get your ass over here. I'm going to give you a job. Walk my Rottweiler for me every day. And he was walking the Rottweiler and shit, and he was hanging out with us. This nigga was driving the car for us and shit. We, you know what I'm saying? We drunk and high, and this nigga driving the car for us and stuff. And I'm not saying I'm promoting that, but that's, that's just what, what we is. did. It is what it is. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It was the 90s. Yeah. You could do yeah. stuff back then. Today. Right. And especially in 90s in Troy. So it's it kind of, it's a little yeah. different. So, you know, we did, we did a lot of stuff together, though. And, and he's been with me ever since then. And he's been just like Cool Ray. Yo, he's faithful and dedicated for real, man. And we all got the same goals. You know what I'm saying? So we we push each other. When one person's down, we push each other to, to get your ass up. Yo, we got to do this. Or if we both down at the same time, then that's when all kind of crazy plans come into the play. But we trying to, you know, we try not to follow that route. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he's been with me though, man. And, and we do our thing. He's been through his trials and tribulations. And we all have, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Did you do music with them as well? 
Man, no, that's look, the thing. I ain't do music. He never yeah. did music. Let me tell you. That, that rap, like you, how long your rap lasts? Yeah. Two years? <laughs> Mine lasts two days. Kato, like, yo, <laughs> you gonna be here with us, me and Giz every day? You gonna start writing too. I tried that shit for two days. I'm like, nah, it ain't me. I tell you what, I'm gonna go do other stuff. I just I just looked in the way to invest different type of ways yeah. where I can come in and invest different type of ways. Not everybody's gonna be able to rap. Yeah, that wasn't me. Yeah. Like me yeah. putting words together, I can barely talk. Yeah. <laughs> you see him talking about me trying to rap? Nah. Yeah, yeah. So he, he <laughs> never, he never really, he never did the music thing with us, but he supported everything on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah, and and you know, basically. Yeah, you know, if you don't have other people that like work with you, as long as they support you, that's like. Yeah, that's what you need. You need the support. You need the foundation. You know what I'm saying? You need the ground laid, so you can stand up on something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like it was a lot of us, man. It, it started out with just me and Giz and Slick, and then uh, Bug Jones he came in with us. But after that, man, this shit grew. Like mm-hmm. the the hip hop shit just started growing because we started dealing with other artists, and uh, you know, bringing the other people like Eddie Kane, and then of course we dealt with Spank and Rudy on yeah, the show. Yeah, on John Boy, John Boy, JCP had Chuck. Fresh, yeah, Chuck Money. Yeah, I mean, then they even went to the mixtapes where you just dealing with everybody in North Carolina. Period. Some and South of, Carolina. Yeah, some of them already, um, there was on the mixtape, don't blew up. Yeah, because I mean, they had, had songs um, with Nicki Minaj, Jay Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jay All that shit, yeah. yeah. I mean, some of Jay, Jay Cole pe- people, like it was big. Yeah, that I is right. What's the movement was big. Oh. Uh, Damn, Jay, Rain. Rain, yeah, we yeah. had the artist Rain on our mixtape with us. So, yeah, we were doing a lot of big shit. You know what I'm saying? We was doing, like, different DJs was helping us uh, promote the shit. We was just doing shows and... Um, Crazy okay. part is I even fall back down to the baby to this day because you got Millie. Millie Workers just dealing with um, the, the baby, baby right yeah, now. Yeah, he don't right. do videos with him, man. I mean, it still is like it's connected. Somewhere yeah. in, somewhere Everything somewhere. is connected. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Connected. Like, we were the first ones to ever come out and do some shit in Montgomery County, and I created the label. That was the first label. And then from that label, people would come to me and I'd give them advice, help them on their way, like Robert Melly and um, who else was it? Uh, all kind of people, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every- Sonny Rich. Sonny Rich. Sonny, Sonny Rich was real. He was, he was out there, but he ain't never... He ain't never blow up like he was I don't know why to. he didn't blow up, because he was doing songs with Nicki Minaj and shit, yeah. and riding around in Charlotte and Lamborghinis and shit. Like... I don't know why he didn't blow up like that. And it's a few artists that came out of North Carolina. Like the baby's not the first artist to come out of North Carolina. And and like, well, he's the first artist to come out of North Carolina and actually no, he's blow up mainstream. Cole, yeah, Cole I mean, went mainstream. Yeah, yeah, but he's the second artist to come out. Other no, hold on. Petey Pablo was. Petey Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> Petey yeah. Pablo was because he yeah, the first one the put us on the map. DJ, yeah. uh, he was out like a he did a uh, he did a remix to one of the old songs. Um, DJ, I don't know, but I know it's a it's an artist man. Like it's one guy called Ominiscence. He came out in like '95. He was from Charlotte. He actually went to New York and had a, a a major record deal. And he was the one that got he was the guy that came out and said I'm the funky one liner from North Carolina and I kind of slam like Harold Minor. Yo, dude was nasty. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and, and listen to his album now, you can, it's on YouTube. You could pull it up. It's called Ominiscence. I can't remember the title of it. But he had some nice tracks on this shit. And he had, it was a big DJ that he had on there that helped promote him. 
But we had him and we had another guy that I went to college with named Smarty Fresh. He signed a, a deal right after we came out of college. And I think he did a remake of one of Big Daddy Kane songs or something like that. But he didn't go further than that. We also got Ninth Wonder, who I went to school with, too. And, you know, he blew up. I don't know if you know Ninth Wonder. I mean, not only that, you got um, two chains that that um, helped bring out a whole lot of, well, not a whole lot, but he had the D, DJ Issa. Oh, yeah, Issa. Ray, Rick, uh, Rick Ruckus from out Ricky of Ricky Ruckus, uh, Winston, Winston. Salem. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, they did. But my thing is, they ain't, like, I think they just kept it selfish, if you ask me. They didn't open it up. They, they still up, ain't yeah. opening it up. Matter of fact, Nas had a chance to open it up. He ain't opening it true, up. That's true. And I can't, I mean, Nas family. Yeah. Hands down. But he had a chance to open it up before anybody had a chance right, to open right. it up. Because like Twain used to talk yeah, to Nas about the, trying the market could have been opening up a long time ago. Yeah. It's just never been opened up. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know, know why this market ain't even been touched. Yeah, that's true too. But I don't understand why the industry always overlooks North Carolina and South Carolina. Like I think because it's Bible Belt. It's what? Because of the Bible Belt. What's that? The Bible Belt. The Bible Belt. So okay. much religion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And it's like, we can't do this here. We're going to cut this off right It right may here. be. You know what I'm saying? That's the only sense I can get out of it. I ain't never thought about it like that. But that, it's no money. The ways it wanted to say is, it, you know, we're not going to make no The market ain't as big. Yeah. Because of, you know, we don't have... I mean, this podcast, fuck it. We don't, we don't have the right, you know, it's not hard rock. Right. You know, we brand, we, we, we talking straight street stuff. We don't yeah. realize there's a whole, matter of fact, there's a whole lot of rappers don't came here and made a whole lot of money on street stuff here. Oh, yeah. Then yeah, they yeah, do yeah. rap about. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> For real. That's because true. we got, I mean, we, we do have, yeah. We do have street niggas that, that own a, a oh, yeah. couple of major Dipset. industry. Dipset, yeah. one of them. My homeboy, he's part of Dipset. He um, part yeah. of Dipset. And, he and should then, be getting out soon. Yeah, made him. He made it where where is it? I mean, he ain't rapping nothing, but you know he he tried to. He he, he played closed doors and yeah. But yeah, I mean, you North know, Carolina like go deep. Yeah, North Carolina has a lot of talent, man. You got little talent artists that's coming out that I've worked with, and some that I haven't worked with, like you know, Kuray and BTR, and then you I got mean, little BTR son different. Yeah, then you got little Breed. I, I I can't even. I just just talk about BTR. Yeah, I just yeah, always yeah. just talking. I have. And no disrespect because that's my family. No, that's fucking solid, I just, bro. I just, I mean, me personally, you, you tag me the stuff I look through. I work so much. It's kind of hard for me to even get through everything. But I look through something. I just, matter of fact, he has some documentary of where he just the walking bottom. through Troy, through the bottom. Yeah, I watched man. just a little bit of it. When I watched a little bit of it, I'm like, damn, this been out this long? That's how, you know, I'm like, damn. Yeah. But I was just now getting to it. Yeah, and I, right. I'm looking at it, I'm like, Okay, I'm feeling a little good. Like, look, cuz is bringing something different. Yeah. Like, like, look, he he really bringing yeah. something different. Like, they, he more than little cuz me. He like my he like, he like my little brother because some fact my grandma raised him. Like he he was raised in the same house I just left from eating. Yeah, <laughs> you know what well, I'm saying. That's so that's where he was. You know, this, you know. Yeah, so he's it, different. He's, like, he's, he's a beast. And I'm and I'm listening to his music. It's different. Like he thinking. He oh, ain't, he put, yeah, he's thinking. Like, in the studio with him, he, he, you could tell he puts thought into everything. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's thinking. Like, he, like, you know, like we he was here recording down, we was recording here that night, and he was here, and y'all wanted him to change up something on the end of his rhyme. That's not his style. He don't like to work off, like, just, yeah. just spur of the moment shit. 
he likes to damn take yeah, his time, like, think on it, and put yeah, it together. To come in and lay his shit down. You know what I'm saying? But something that I noticed about him is I know I haven't known him for that long, but I can tell he's like stepping out of his shell. Oh yeah, he's definitely coming like, out of his like, shell. He's definitely like thinking outside the box. Trying like if you listen to his album, bro, it's pretty damn solid. Yeah, like, it sounds and, and then you know what? I still gotta go listen to his album. And I told him last week. I, I, I sure I ain't listen to but his album. But we're gonna album. do it. I just been listening to bits and pieces, and I feel it. Yeah, it's we're gonna get it though. It's but we're gonna get it. Bro. That intro, but you're gonna love it. We're gonna matter of fact, we're gonna have BTR here one night. We're gonna get an interview with BTR. We're gonna um have an interview with Lil Bree. We're gonna have Cool Ray in here. We're gonna have uh matter of fact, Rise Rashid. I don't know if you know him, but Rise, he's going to be in here with us soon. We're going to have a lot of different artists in here. We're going to talk and showcase their music and, and everything they're doing. Right, but so um, Let me ask you this. So how long do you uh, estimate that you've been doing this music? <laughs> I've been doing music, man, since I was how old 10 years you? old. So that's 35 years. Okay, so in those 35 years, when did you notice that music was a drug? Like we were starting to talk about in the beginning um, of the podcast. I'm going to tell you what. My mom figured it out early, you know what I'm saying? And and she wanted me to leave it alone. She said, it's just a fad. Just leave it alone. It's just a fad. It's not going to last long. But it's still going. It's even bigger, and it's going to get bigger coming up. And You just feel that shit. Like, oh, you could feel it. Now. You could feel I could. I will, couldn't wait to wake up the next morning just to go listen to certain music. Like, music is a drug, man. It really grabs you in. Man, it's a house right here. Little house. Anybody in Troy know what the little house is when the little house was the little house. Yeah, yeah it was the little house. Oh, yeah. like, yeah, matter of fact, yeah. it even went down to where it wasn't even regular speakers. Like he took the speakers out of his fucking Civic. Yeah. Twelves, two twelves right beside each other, yeah. hooking them up to a DJ. And Grandma Gracie used to come down like they be gone. Yeah. They be gone, get some eat. The truck truck stop in Bisco. Yeah. I get in trouble. Yeah. I'm the youngest one. Youngest one. Yeah. Look, Slim, what you doing here? Why is you here? It's three, four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Why you here? Why is this music so loud? Like this, how deep it used to get. And then yeah. we wake up, but and we go to sleep. Wake up, the the turntables are still going. You can hear them, but we sleep. You sleep, yeah. Because I mean, that's part of the drug. You know what I'm saying? That's part of music being a drug. It, it, you you gotta have it, man. And it's just not hip hop. It's all type of genres and all type of music, man. You gotta have it. And like, I think personally. Like, any advice, like, a lot of kids come to me and, like, can you help me do this and can you help me do that? I don't want to help them do this and that. Nothing personal. I might love your music. But my thing is, I don't want you going down the same fucking road I went down and destroying your life. You know what I'm saying? Because you might make it. And it's easier to make it now because you have the technology. But back then, we didn't have all this. My thing is, though, you got to have money. If you got money, I personally got con- connects that I can link you up with and you can get further than what you would ever think about getting if you didn't have any money. You know what I'm saying? So my point is... Especially now because it's like so hard to stand out. It's hard. There's, there's so many people that... Everybody's you know, doing it. Anybody that got a laptop... They can record some shit. And, you know, an interface, you can record for days. Exactly, man. And, and I, I can speak on that because I got a little cousin... And he's him and his mama said my aunt said right down here and you told him because she came to me begging. And I told him this talk to Kato. Yeah. And you told you like you wasn't dealing with kids. Right. It was just too much with it. 
Yep. You, you said it's too much with it. You, you sat there and said it. You like, you were supported. It was just too much with it. It is, man. And like, I hate to see people get addicted to it and, and chase it. Just like a crackhead. A crackhead hits that rock. They get addicted to it. They're going to chase it all night long. Mm-hmm. They only have for a few minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Then they're going to get some more. Just like a, a artist trying to come out, independent artist. They might get 15 minutes of fame. That makes them chase it even harder. So if somebody posts on Facebook, yo, your music, yo, I heard your song, that's dope. That gives them the drive and energy to keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's a drug, man. Like that drug was when you on stage and everybody got a rock in your name. Yes. And then... <laughs> you came back off that stage like, yo, I got to do this again. You got to do it again. <laughs> you got to take this hit one more time. One more time. <laughs> and people keep and people keep doing that shit, man. Yeah. And it's sad that it, it takes them down to places where they don't need to be. They'll quit their jobs to go chase a music uh, career. They will leave their family to go chase a music career because it's addictive. So basically you would say, just like Jay will always say, it's a gift and a curse at the same time. It's a, it's a gift and a curse. Because, of course, the, you can make great music and people will love it. But what's the problem with making great music and going to work a full-time job and doing this music as a hobby? The problem is the industry has been flooded with artists that promote, I got nice cars, I got nice uh, designer clothes, I got this and that, my bank account stacked up. That's what they're chasing. Because nine times out of ten, the family don't have it. They never had it, and now they don't they want to it. get it. They They're don't just have talking it. about it. Oh yeah, because I mean, you know, but a lot of people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. These these youth see that these guys are talking to this. They think they got it. Now the ones that got it is people like Jay Z, mm-hmm. Master P, mm-hmm. uh, Puff Daddy. Mm-hmm. But these other artists, they own everything. They, they own, own everything. Own exactly. Matter of fact, I just seen a documentary on uh, YouTube on uh, G Jeezy. You yeah. know why Jeezy been putting out. So many bullshit ass albums. Well, he was in the middle of a contract that he didn't like, that he didn't agree he with, get that, that he signed up, that he didn't agree with. Just so had he, to put something he's out. He just put out music that he made 20, 10 years ago just to put it out because they was trying to style him out. And you notice the, the, the album he just came out with, it's still one of his hottest, but it was right. different. It was more to what he was used to putting out. Right. So now he, he got, he owned his own masters now. That's what he was fighting for. Yeah. His his masters. And see, that's the thing too. Like when these artists jump in and start running with it, they forget. They forget they, stuff. They forget the business. They don't know. They didn't forget they the didn't business know it. side. They never yeah. knew the business. Because that's what Jesus said. He didn't know it. He was like, yeah. he didn't know the business side of it. He said he was talking to people and they looking at him like, and he looking at him like, um, you you know, you yeah, you you rapping about this, but you ain't really this person. Right. Like, you can't shit it on. Right. And you see, can't. that's why I like Jay-Z. I mean, I don't like Jay-Z. I love Jay-Z. Jay-Z is so fucking smart. Like, Jay-Z was telling people a long time ago that, yo, you better get your publishing right. And people won't listen to him. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z taught shit where when he drops an album, you got to listen to it two or three times before you can even say, okay, I like this. Mm-hmm. Because... When you listen to it the first time, it's all going over your head. Mm-hmm. And you're not understanding never, what he's saying. I never really liked Jay-Z music. But that's just me because... Yeah, the time you grew no, up in. No, 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 no. Not even that. I mean, I listen to a lot of shit from him. Yeah, he does. He listens to a lot of old stuff. But it's just the way it is, he's monotone. Like It just kind of bores me, but I respect his hustle. Oh, yeah. I mean... You know, I respect what he does. I never... He, he you got to really listen to what he's saying. I, trust me. I, I try to listen to him like several times. 
Because you, because like, I'm gonna tell you some songs that I like. If you listen to what he say, music to me, mm-hmm. like I say, what made if we're gonna go in, what made you fall in love with yeah. music? Because me personally, I've never been a really big singer and say, well, this is what made me fall in love with hip hop because I never rapped. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I mean, that ain't what you know. If you sit here and tell me what made me fall in love with basketball, I can tell you what love what, what made me fall in love with basketball. But what made me really start really listening. I really didn't really start buying music. And that's even down to Wu-Tang, to the Purple Tape. The Purple Tape used to be shit. Yeah. You know, I used to ride my cousin. Everybody bumming, you know, bumming yeah. and shit. I still don't understand it. Yeah. I really didn't start listening to music. So I really started listening to Biggie. Yeah. Oh yeah, Biggie was When I sat down, and now I ain't even like Biggie for a single. Cause I, I didn't thought, either. I, I thought it was gonna be garbage. Juicy, I didn't like Juicy. I didn't like Juicy. I didn't I didn't like like Juicy. It was all like when they when that big motherfucker came out, it was all the dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was I was like, like yo, fat. I not to this shit. shit. I didn't like this. But shit. when I sit there, listen to Ready to Die. Oh, that's dope. Ah oh, man, but see, I can relate to the stuff he was saying because during that time, crack endemic was there. Like shit. But see, that's what he did though. Big was smart because Big came out. He was listening to Puff. He came out with the song Juicy mm-hmm. to catch the ears, to catch, catch the, the market. Yeah. Once he caught him, and once you catch him, to advice to any artist, once you catch the ears of any market and you get a, a huge market base, do what you want to do then. And it's better when you're independent. You know what I'm saying? You could do really do what you want to do. And Big did exactly what he wanted to do, but Puff told him to hold off. Let's just get the crowd. Let's get the people. And they got him. And that's and, and that's smart moves, you know what I'm saying? But I still say, man, like, yo, this music game is hard. It's and hard. It's, it's hard. harder now. It's harder now, but it's still, like, people loving it, and I think they're loving it for different reasons, you know what I'm saying? Like, the wrong reasons. Look, they're trying to get the... On, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I still wanted to hear his reason on how he fell in love with music. I okay. just fell in love with music because of Cause Biggie. Because of Biggie. Because I can relate to... He fell in love with hip-hop because of Biggie. I yeah. fell in love with hip-hop because of Biggie because I can relate to the stuff he was rapping about. Yeah. Like It's, it's crazy. When you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you turn on, like, when you can... I wake up and go to school in the morning yeah. and I'm listening to Suicide Thoughts. Yeah. I'm relating to that. That shit go hard. Yeah. yeah. I'm relating to that. Not one day did I think about killing myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But in the day, my problems was I can think, I can, I can sit here and I can relate to what he was talking about. Because think to yourself, yeah. like, well, at least there was somebody else that knows what I'm going, what I'm I'm going through. Yeah. Shit. yeah, because he spoke, he spoke just he like, spoke just like hip hop when it first came out, hip hop was speaking about the, the shit that goes on inside our communities. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It wasn't talking about all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just talking about stuff that went on in our communities and everybody related to it. That's why I grew so big. Yeah. Like people really felt it because like, yo, I'm going through the same thing. That's why I was like a urban, hip hop was like an urban movement. Yeah. Cause it was like, when I was listening to Biggie, I could feel it because I mean, I did, I came from a place to where I wasn't getting the support. I'm sitting here. I'm probably one of the best basketball players on the team that I'm going out for. But I can't even rock the same stuff that everybody rocking because my aunt ain't paying for it. My grandma damn sure can't afford it. My mama and daddy damn sure ain't doing it. So now I'm looking like it. I ain't got no choice but to be out here on these streets. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
It is what it is. And that's what really played a big part with me and Cato linking up. Yeah, because he don't he seen me on the street. The only reason why he see he didn't know I was in the streets. He just happened to see me yeah. in the streets because he was at my house every night, yeah. <laughs> every night playing card space. I'm in the cut looking, and then it just so happens just they just kept seeing me walking across them. Yeah, 30, 12 o'clock at night. Him and Giz writing rhymes in the city. Yeah, they just seen me like what the fuck is that slick walking? Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. You know, they fashion lights and looked at the lights. And yeah, they're like I right, and it's been popping. It. I mean, it's been popping. A since yeah, I had to put it in again, man. Yeah, it's been it, popping it was, every since. He's going through shit that he shouldn't be going through at an age like that. And there's a lot of kids in the communities is going through that shit. And those kids are the same ones listening to the music. And like right now, you got these artists that's coming out of Atlanta, and they're they're. They can easily they can easily influence the the community, just, the crowd, the kids. Just Atlanta, bro. I know. Oh no, it's not just Atlanta. It's everywhere. But they can easily influence these kids in the in the communities that's struggling. Like these kids want better. Mm-hmm. We all want it better. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we go hard because we felt like we're good at this shit. So we're gonna keep going hard. We're gonna go hard and we're gonna get it and we ain't gonna stop. But see, it comes a time when you got to stop. Because, like I said, this fucking shit is a drug. You got to let it go and move forward. Because if you don't let it go, if you ain't made the shit by the time you fucking... And and I ain't going to say that because, like, anybody could be an artist. You could be 50, 60 years old and still... But somewhere it's a in different the type business. of artist you can be. Right. You it's can't be the same artist. It's always first the business. Right. It's always first the business. You ain't got to be the star. No, you don't. You just you can get, you can still can't collect that check though. Damn sure can. Like, you can still collect that check. You remember Fat right. Joe used to rap his ass off. Oh yeah. And then he came across Big Pun. Oh yeah. And then he stepped to the side and let him get. Yeah, that's what know. that's what you got to do. Like, so, don't keep pushing this shit, man. And and when you could stop and grab something or somebody and make some moves, some make some things happen. You know what I'm saying? You got to do that because. You got to secure your life. I mean, you got to think business. You got to think business, and that means securing your life. Like, because we all got kids. I'm pretty sure everybody going to have kids or got kids right now. You got to secure that shit. Because the way shit going now, you might be at the fucking gas pump, get your head blown off. Bro, oh, that's happening at half point every day. Greensboro, did you hear about that the shit? The car, they got the ran news, over all the, the cars and shit. Like four people? Yeah, that shit was like dumb, rap, man. Rap, that shit, shit happened. Crazy, these fucking bro. kids right now are fucking crazy, man. They came out of the club drunk as hell, really? get to the gas station and want to get an argument and start fighting and then start running over motherfuckers. Yeah, last night. Oh, that was it night oh, before last. Night. That yeah, shit, shit crazy. crazy like, nah, give for County right now, that shit off the chain, man. Yeah, man. And that's like, Montgomery County, my first song, give for County, my second home. Atlanta, that's oh, my yeah. second home too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I stay in another county now. I ain't even for to put that out there because I don't want nobody to know where I'm at. But yeah, it's right. cool. But I'm telling you, though, man. Like, but seriously though, dog, like fucking, I think the music that I felt, the hip hop that I fell in love with, and the dreams that I had for it, it was innocent. But the shit that's going on now, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like these, this, the music is influencing to do stupid shit. Like, I don't even think it's music. I think it is. I think it's music. I think it's the whole fucking media shit. The TVs. I think it's fucking. Uh, it's more social media. Social than I media. Mean, think well, I all that's involved music. with it. Because, like, like what I said before, I'm gonna bring it back to what I said before. You have to find ways to stand out. Right. Like 
in between all these motherfuckers that got a computer and that can record their own shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you gonna stand? How are you gonna make yourself? Stand out with everybody who's doing the same thing you're trying to do. Right. So there's the same yeah. thing I, I always told too tight. And I, I tell you too, like, man, it's a whole lot of motherfucking white rice out there. You got to be that black rice. Mm-hmm. That one motherfucking grain that ain't on exist. That's how you going to make that. it. Yep. That's how you going to make it. And he yet to feel to understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. But that's why you see a lot of more people like that. Now they're chasing the clout. Like for some yeah. people, it's not even about the music anymore. I mean, and, and at you the know? same time, that's why I give props to on uh, your boy with that on um, country song. Yeah. What's his name? Grayson, Grace, what's his name? What's his, what's your favorite song name? Old Town Road. Matter of yeah. fact, it's a road like that in Winston. Old yeah. Town. Matter his name like that too. Old Town Road. <laughs> and uh, my son seen it. He, I'm riding here like uh he started laughing. Old Town Road. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Gracie that's what's that. up. And that's a, but I'm saying, the music but is different. It's different, that's but I'm saying it's he, influential though. Yeah. Like, that's what music I is. Man. I don't like this song to, that, to this day, but you can, I can catch on already. You may catch me singing up. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. But see, but see, that's a part of marketing though. Yeah, you know it's it, it, it's, it's catchy. But he did something different. He did Black Rice. Yep. He's not the white rice. He's right. that black rice. I don't give a fuck about whatever they say about his um being gay and all his sexuality shit. and all that stuff. I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, it's just about a that. That's him. on him. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, music is influential and music is like the music is the the the, the drug. Oh, he doesn't drink his shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I'm telling you, man, dog. Like, I don't know, man. I just fell in love with hip hop and I loved, I loved it. I had some good experiences with it, but I feel like I shouldn't have done as much as I did for it. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have chased that dream as much as I chased it. And man, this dude chased crazy. that. Man, this dude chased that dream so bad. When I mean, I can remember. I'm in high school, like knowing I ain't got to do no classwork because I already know the Boone Angels got me. Yeah. That's how much. I mean, I ain't even rap. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just knew how much of a dick if it was because of the simple fact. Cause I knew I got Kato, I got Giz. Giz is one of the hottest rappers from New York. Yeah, I've always that's heard, family. I've always heard his. I, I gotta meet him because that's yeah. family. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it is. Yeah, nigga, nasty as hell. It's crazy that you say that because you, as a person who's tried for uh, so many years, you know, like you knew what it was to go through that. And yeah. He, well, I stopped chasing that dream after yeah. like a short period of time. And see, you're, and you're good. I wonder, yeah, sometimes I wonder like what would it have been if I would have kept chasing it. Kept chasing it, right. You know? Because but and and I, you know, okay, so let's say I've been doing this music shit since like I started rapping in 2011. Right. Uh 2012, I started learning how to engineer and all that stuff. You picked on the other aspects of the business. After like 2013, 2014, I completely like stopped. But see, you that's know? the Difference between whenever I can say we, we all got started, even though I was young, didn't know shit. But now that I look back on it, if we had the resources and the, that in the financial, that, funds if we had that. the resources that um that people the kids got right now, yep. Oh my god, it'd have been that, different. That would have been popping. Yeah, oh my god. Going, when I stopped in 2014, I want to say. I completely stopped. Like no music. Like I, bro, my my computer was collecting dust. I didn't even put one hand on. But see, that's good, man. And then when I came back to North Carolina and I started recording again, 
I realized it was like three, four years. So when I started recording again, that's when I realized that, you know, I never stopped loving it. Right. I, I mean, I ne- I'll never stop loving it, man. But I'm just saying, like, it comes a time where in my life personally, I had to say, OK, I got to stop this mm-hmm. shit right now because I got other things I need to worry about. I need to worry about my future. But if I didn't because of my future is going, uh, you know, it's going to trickle down to my kids. Yeah, you got a family. So, and at that time, he didn't even have as many kids. Yeah, he just yeah. thought about the kids that he had. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of kids. He got you know a lot of kids. <laughs> but I love, my, I love all my kids. All my kids love me, and, and, and I'm cool with all their mothers. And I'm married to one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we all we all one big family right now. Yeah. And I love that shit. Yeah, but now that you, you know, you've grown older, you've grown mature. Right. You understand that now. And see, and, and yeah. like, just today, uh, uh, it's a little guy that used to hang out with my son, Kato. And I actually had them going to Rockingham for, I had them in all in boxing class. Yeah. And to, the, uh, to the dungeon. To the dungeon. I used, they to, went, I used, to, I used yeah. to box out there, too. Yeah, I had all I had all the kids in the community going to the dungeon, and, man. Uh, Coach Mario still out there? Yeah, he's still out there, yep. Shout out to Coach Mario. Yep. He was cool as hell. Yeah, he cool good, as hell, yep. So that little guy hit me up on Facebook and was like, can you listen to my music? Like, I didn't know the guy rapped. His name is Mikey. I didn't know that he rapped or whatever, but I listened to the song. It's a great song. Like, it's a song that will be a hit on the radio well, if we could get it out there. You don't know, like like I said, I've been engineering for a good while. You yeah. know how many, like, artists and, like, you great up. songs that I've come across recording myself, and that could easily be a hit. Right, that's what I'm saying. Just like well, this like guy. Like you said, they don't have the resources. They don't have the resources. But, you know? And that's what I was saying to him, like, the song is hot. I love it. I even shared it with a few people, you know. And I told him we'll talk. I sit down and talk with him, but he gotta have a budget. Because if you don't have a budget, you can't make it in the music industry, though. You gotta well, have a budget. You can't, but only odds, do you have to have the, the budget. Odds, you the odds, yeah, got the odds to be really small. It's small. But you but got to be able to put it back into yourself. That's what back into you yourself. Have money. And that what brings me back to um one of our artists, Chuck. Oh yeah, he didn't realize that shit till it was too late. Right. To when he started putting back into himself, he really started putting back to himself. He started putting back into himself real bit, and once again, and yeah, man. Hopefully, hopefully, he be back out here to put back into himself. I can't speak about that. I know, man. Hopefully, man. Free Chuck money, man. If I had the money to put into Chuck money to get him out, I would do that. I just don't have the bread to do that right now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he got to do what he do. But Chuck, Chuck yeah, he, he, he really... He started. He started He started realizing what we was talking. He fought us. I don't give a fuck. He fought everything that then. He didn't realize, hey, we had him in Atlanta. Exactly. We, brought, we brought this guy to Atlanta with us when we was living in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, he had him in the studio doing shows, everything. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know, shout out to Chuck Money, man. He's going through some things right now. Yeah, he's going through some things. But he'll be all right. But... Uh, and, and shout out to his old lady. She sticks behind him and she does a lot of things and, and prayers for him and his baby that they got coming. But uh, I'm telling you, man, music is fucking addictive. Be, music is fucking influential. Music can have you fucking crazy as hell. When you say it like that, at the same time, it can't be a drug, but for some people, it could be therapeutic. That it's, it's, real shit. Okay, it's, it's therapeutic for people that's listeners. Yeah. And see, that's what I oh, am. See, I'm okay. a listener. Okay, so... Yeah. yeah. It's we therapeutic for listeners. We didn't do that. Yeah. I was understanding. Because I'm a listener. 
That's why I fell in love with it for being a listener. Yeah. Because I never was. And that's what I was going to say. That's what I was Yeah. You, I, I should, we I'm, the, I'm the presenter, you know between, what I'm saying? Between the, the people who are giving out the content yeah, right. and the consumers who's consuming the content. That's what we should do from the yeah, start of this. From the start, yeah. That's my fault, bro. Because, you know, I'm okay. quick. You know, I'm quick to tell you, look, at. I don't think that's going to ride. Yeah, but see, <laughs> yeah. Because I've been a listener. For some people, it can't be therapeutic because they can keep them out of trouble. That's true. Mm-hmm. Said, oh, I understand I, that situation. I, I, it can be I, therapeutic for both sides. Mm-hmm. One side for people that's going through some things and, and the artist has made some great material that they're feeling mm-hmm. for their mood and, and experience. And the other side is for people who who's doing it and is not going nowhere with it. Right. I mean, yeah. but I mean, like, you know, but therapeutic therapeutic music can be therapeutical too. That's what I'm saying. Depending on who listening to it. But that's, what, that's what we're saying. That's, but that's what we're saying, though. The yeah. Like the therapeutic yeah. for the artist because the artist needs to release all this pressure, this tension, this stress. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's how it's therapeutic for the artist, and that's why. But but I'm gonna tell you like this: the artist is that's using this therapeutic reasons. The they're do, they're using, using no 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 yes some do because they're going through some shit and they gotta release it just like writing a letter to your loved ones or writing a letter to yourself okay, in, a, in a diary like, or some shit something about like my man right you here you writing you writing letters to the music and you releasing all the stress and, and energy off your brain so it's therapeutic for you and that right there those artists right there they probably don't chase it like people that they just want to do it for the fame they don't came have off to. to everybody because they because they just Touch everybody, something like Eminem. Yeah, hold on, Eminem hold on, went hold on, through hold on, hold on, hold on. so much shit. See, Eminem needed it, but it was therapeutic for Eminem. But he also needed to get his family to a better knew situation. How to but delivery, yeah, oh, oh yeah, of course you know how to deliver. He did that shit. But I'm saying like it's a lot of artists that don't really need to need music to make them put they're, them into another life. They're just doing it. Nah, but they need something because that's why you got all this different type of religion too. I mean, because I they know. look at religion the same. You can you can put music and religion in the same category uh, at some point. I don't do that, but you can though. How? Because they some people go to religion for um, what you just that's said. true. Therapeutic they're, reasons. You yeah, right. You right. Therapeutic reasons. That's true. So they can they they look at that the same way. They 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 instead of them going to church, they listen to this music, right. regardless whether if it's gospel music. Or if it's rap music, they going to get some therapy. Yeah. You know, they going to get some type of rare from somewhere. Yeah, I understand that. That's that's true. But uh, I just want man. I just want people to. I don't know, man. I just want people to motherfucking it's, keep it together because yeah, it's, music can have you crazy as fuck. Man. This is what anything else. It's really a touchy subject. It really it depends is. What perspective you're talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And since you have a lot of experience with music in all these years, you you give a perspective. Of you know what you've been through, what I've been through, my experience. That's the only thing I can do. What to like? What some people can expect from it, right? You know. So I I guess some people don't understand because they're so blinded with you know either their problems or their goals that they're trying to reach. Right. You know they don't see what you see. You already been through. Well, I guess to conclude this whole thing, man. Like, uh, like, like, like I said before, music is a drug. But music is something that you got to contain. Like you said, if you're a listener, it's different. But if you're the artist that's actually putting the music out, don't let it actually consume your whole life where you mess up your life. But definitely use your your struggles and anything else that's going through your heart and spirit and mind to influence somebody else. The listeners, yes. you know what I'm saying? But in a way, in a way that can 
that help help them. Yeah, because it, you know, like, but don't you know, let it you know, trap you for yeah. Don't 15, let it trap you, man. For yeah. 15, 20 years, yeah. like that's one thing I don't get. Like, yeah, yeah. Just don't let I it mean, trap you, man. Just, just I, I mean, me, but crowd, but bro. but me being present, I can't. I mean, I can't. It's different. But nigga, when I got can I say that word? You said what you said. Like, when I got kicked out the team for saying the cuss word, then I realized where I was at. That's why I don't re- really respect, you know, where I come from. I've just speak speak about that because we have a reunion coming up next week. Yeah, I really respect. With I don't res- I don't respect Western Grammy like that. I'm sorry, I, I just don't. That's your that's you your, know what I'm saying? your experience. That, yeah. I, I don't respect with Western Grammy like just that because you say. for simple fact, I mean. I mean, my last name speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because for us, you know, we, 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 we ran that court. We might not have ran that football field, but a couple of us. Right. But we, we ran that court. And and if I can get kicked out of the team for a cuss word. That's ridiculous. Just for a little cuss. But we saying, though, right now, though. No, but talking, hold on. I'm speaking. Yeah, I'm 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 speak. I'm, 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 it's going to translate. It's, it's going to translate, man. Everything is for the translate. Let me hear it. Everything is for the translate. So, what you need to do at the end of the day, just do not just focus on music. That's all you're trying to say. Yeah, that's all. Do I'm not to just say. focus on music. Have because, a back, have a, a, because at the end of the day, because they can have a back, a lash, depending on where you at. And right now we're in Montgomery County. We just now got. But we ain't talking about just Montgomery County. We talking about everywhere. Yeah. We talking about the whole fucking country, dog. Wherever you at, yo, don't just depend on this music shit to get you somewhere. No, you can't do that. You gotta have a, a plan A, plan B, B plan, plan C, C, all the yeah. way to Z, though. Was, and see, I ain't had it. I was just thinking about. Yeah. So many artists, like, or you know, people that want to pursue this rap shit, all they see is just the music shit. That's all they see. As I've grown to, to see, you know, like. From when I started rapping to where I'm at now, yeah, that's only a stepping stone. To that's it. Everybody wants to be a rapper. Right. I went and got my haircut early. I go go hit my haircut early as fuck now because my work schedule. Guess yeah. what his son say? His son say he don't want to go to school because his son want to pursue his rapping career. I'm just sitting here looking, shaking my head. Yeah, that's how I am. <laughs> when, when, they, when they come to me, the music shop, <laughs> they like, want to pursue his rapping. They and guess what? Like, right. Jay Cole, Jay Cole, he went to college. Yeah, and all that shit. Before he did all that shit. But right. you gotta secure your life, man. But guess what? I can respect his daddy for what he said. What he said. He said, you know what? All right, I'm gonna respect that. But you going to school? Yeah, yeah. He said you gonna go to school and you gonna become an engineer. The way you can make these beats, because I ain't paying for no beat. Yeah, and see, <laughs> that's, see, the thing exactly is, though, and that's another thing, too, man. I'm, I'm trying to conclude this thing right now, yeah. but that's another thing, though. Like, the support of your family. I didn't have the support of my fam- from my family for music shit until later on in life. But I wanted to go be a, become an engineer down in Florida at Full Sail and go on and do different shit. And shout out to my cousin, uh, CW, in New York. He's doing that. But, no... You gotta motherfucking secure your life, yeah. and you secure your life. You know what's what's important is first the business, though. That's all. Is you know what's important. You do what you got to do, and keep this shit as a hobby until That's you start until you start seeing money off of it. Just like you go Make play good basketball, money off of the shit. Yeah. play softball, and that's football. the thing I was about to and say too. It's a hobby, and if you do, and if you okay, so say you know people be like, oh fuck what he's saying. You know I'm gonna still do it. 
If you're still gonna do it, do it. Invest in yourself. Got to invest in yourself. Exactly. That's, guess that's what? When guess what? Michael Jordan invested in himself. You guess how Michael Jordan invested in himself? He put time on the court. Right, exactly. he put time on the court. He put time on the court. Three or four, four or five o'clock in the morning. He was putting time on the court. When when Jordan got cut, Jordan was putting time on the court. Jordan didn't see him and say, "I didn't make the team, so I'm fucking gonna give up." No, he put time on the court. The same as rapping. Yep. Like Listen, man, I'm gonna tell you about rap. Now. Let me tell you about raps and sports, and I'm gonna end this shit. But raps and sports, everybody in the fucking hood community. Wherever you at, everybody can play ball, but only a certain few stand out. That's just, just like rap. Everybody can rap because we all got voices. We all can talk. We can speak words. Everybody can rap. Everybody can sing. Everybody can do what the fuck they want to do. But it's only a certain few that stands out. Yep. So don't let this shit get you fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. Don't don't because you can have the hottest rhymes, but your voice can be hitting no shit. You got that motherfucker is not going to go nowhere because... I, it put me in the mind of your boy. What's his, he from Mount Gear? What's his name? Trey? Yeah, Trey a beast. I don't give Trey that that voice yeah, is crazy. catchy as hell. Yeah. Like but he don't see that. Yeah, yeah, Trey don't talk to you. He don't see that though. Like, yeah, I'm like it's your voice. Recording. Like I don't give a fuck. You can you can rhyme all day long. Trey? Bro, like everybody's like, yo, Trey can rap. Trey can yo, you can, can rhyme rap. all day. Like, everybody says that he can fucking rap. And I still haven't heard a rap. So when I came across him, and no, you can rhyme all day, but if your That's voice, saying, if your voice don't catch you, it ain't, it ain't even fuck. But with Trey, though, look, like, you look at AZ. With Trey, it ain't just with yeah. Trey, though. It's like a lot of different people that's, mm-hmm. that's talented, but they have the shit. Yeah. But Trey just got other shit going on in life. Yeah. Other artists got the shit going on in life. That's why you got to damn fucking separate this shit, man. You got to keep it right, time, man. First business. Time, first of business, though. You got to keep this shit together. Don't let none of that shit discourage you, too, if you're chasing that dream. Yeah, any, the, any dream. You know, if you're chasing just, any dream. Just be logical. Just be logical about your situation and the way you're living. And if you're not living right, your shit ain't straight. Get, get yourself straight first. Make some money. And then go chase what you want. You got to, though. But just don't leave everything behind. You know, you got a shit full of problems. And you're ch- trying to be a rapper, you're gonna have to deal with your problem. Then it's not gonna work out. Exactly, and then nobody gonna sign you. But look, nobody gonna sign you. It's independent, dog. Let's get this <laughs> shit. But yo, we signing out right now, yo. It's Kato First Business Podcast. My man Ellie Slick, his wife Lasagna, and Grayson. We out of here. Peace. Where'd you go? I hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock in this. Shit. First Business, baby.